McDonald's has preservatives, so it's fine. Is a double quarter pounder a half pounder? The math checks out. I still remember, I was at some place, we'd done some drinking, went out for McDonald's, and I left half a double quarter pounder in the car. And I woke up in the morning, hung over, and I ate the half. And people looked at me with the absolute, I mean, they were just so disgusted. I was like, what? It's got preservative stuff in it. It's fine. I didn't die. So, if you live, you clearly made the right decision. For all I know, had I not eaten the burger, I would have died. So. What if Rockstar parodies me in GTA 6? How will you react if Rockstar makes a parody of me in GTA 6? Even if they mock me relentlessly, uh, I'd still be happy to have it there. Like, Rockstar could think of me as a complete piece of shit. I was still, I'd be like, I, I'm in GTA 6. I mean, I suppose there, there's limits to that, obviously, but excellent exposure and advertisement. It, it depends on what it is, right? Because it's possible for it to be really, really negative and potentially, like, it could create memes that would be uh, annoying for me. But presuming it's identifiably an Easter egg about me, it'd, like, it'd be listed on a website saying, did you know that the streamer Dark Vibe AU is an Easter egg in Grand Theft Auto 6? YouTubers would, of course, mention that everywhere, like, it should be free advertisement, you know? You can imagine being a ranting conspiracy theorist in GTA 6, but I'm like the polar opposite of a conspiracy theorist. I'm a skeptic. I'm very limited in, to the degree that I will claim certainty about anything. The ranting thing, sure, I do often get a bee in my bonnet. TikTok's impact on YouTube. So I did a poll on my Twitter. Has TikTok impacted how much you watch YouTube? So 6% said, yes, much less time on YouTube. 10% said, a bit less time on YouTube. 18% said, no, the same on YouTube, and 65% said, no, I don't use TikTok. I'm not sure to what degree that these numbers can be uh, extrapolated for the entirety of YouTube. Like, surely there are certain demographics on YouTube, certain audiences, that are more likely to be of uh, spending more time on TikTok compared to my audience. But this is a 16% uh, is a reasonable amount of people. Like, over YouTube, just in general, it feels as though viewership is down. Channels that I normally see getting X amount of views in a certain amount of time aren't seemingly getting it. I'd be curious to see numbers about the watch time on YouTube and if it's declined as TikTok has rise. Like, surely it has. I mean, that number, those numbers in that poll are suggestive that that's the case. My numbers are down, but I attribute that to just not having produced anything fresh recently. As a rule, I don't like to be like, oh, the algorithm's just bullying me or whatever, right? If that's the case, then work harder, try and change, you know? But my numbers are still fine, so I'm doing all right, so I'm not that worried about it, but uh, I'm not getting a lot of uh, new blood into my channel as much as I used to. So I'm running the risk that in six months, more people will be leaving than who are coming in, and so slowly I'll just fade, you know? The messed up politics behind gambling streams. I watched this video yesterday. The messed up politics behind gambling streams by Mooncat. Very interesting video. I largely missed all the drama last time, which was a year ago about gambling streams. She goes into how like these unregulated crypto gambling sponsors and stuff, like their history is like one of murder and uh, drugs and all this shit. 
these company the companies where their main base of operations is some shed in some country you've never heard of and who spend their time bribing and or killing people to uh keep them able to uh, maintain their business like the above board sort of gambling enterprises don't give out these kind of sponsorships one point that i've seen people misunderstand about gambling sponsorships when people say think of the children and then the response is oh well, kids don't have any money anyway so they're cleaning up the target audience but in reality what these sponsorships are meant to do for the long term is to increase the acceptability of gambling streams of gambling sponsorships and uh to make it seem like a cool thing to be doing to be gambling to the younger more impressionable crowd so as they grow up and get more money they you know you get them while they're young basically and so they get into that system of gambling as well you get them while they're young and you get them for life obviously it's not like the day one most important thing because they're not willing to wait five years to see return on the advertisement but obviously advertising to younger people does have an impact in the long term oh gambling really is a vice yeah multiple times a year i stop myself from downloading poker styles or something and the main thing that holds me back from doing it is saying to myself you are not sufficiently educated in the math and the strategy to win in the long term you may have a little bit of fun but you will lose there are thousands of games that you could play and have equal fun without losing money so why not just play them instead we are in an age of unlimited easy access to entertainment why go gambling other than just to uh, fall victims to your own psychological failings yeah some people do gamble for fun but there's like infinite ways to have fun that don't involve predatory practices that are designed to inspire people to uh, fall victim to psychological failings and lose all their money like obviously the world would be a much better place if we were all wired differently and could still have had our survival advantages to get us to this point but that we wouldn't fall victim to games of chance and the anticipation of what's going to come next or that feeling of ah oh, so close all those things that throw chemicals into our brain to say keep doing this man keep doing it having poker night with the boys is very different from going to the casino yes very much so because it's in a controlled situation and you are there's only so much you can lose or whatever then again you could look at that as a as a gateway to something more but like certainly things like poker machines i don't think should should exist will xqc be on gta guesser why would xqc ever be on gta guesser i'm surprised the guy can even remember where his hands are like in that video that i just mentioned before about the the gambling streams apparently like a year ago there was like a debate between the uh the intellectual heavyweights i say that sarcastically okay the the morons of the internet uh h3h3 hassan trainrex and uh, xqc and they show clips of it all just screaming over the top of each other it looks so fucking pathetic behind every scam there are endless ruined lives that's why i think about every time i hear one of these stories about some cryptocurrency crashing or nft scams and stuff where rug pulls where they just run off with the money like that 100 million dollar figure is just countless people whose previous 10 years of life or whatever has just been rendered effectively meaningless in regards to financial security it's just gone like how do you recover from that mentally i'm sure on some level you just say to yourself if if you're if you're strong enough you just go well i have no choice but to soldier on like i have a hard enough time investing in anything because i just don't like the stress but i suppose i have the luxury that i'm well off a lot of what inspires people to invest is 
to get into a situation that I'm in already. Like when I went down to Melbourne and uh, people were making fun of me just in a friendly kind of way for not having any investments. And I was like, I just, I just work, you know? Not everyone has that luxury. If you're working a nine to five and you're afraid of your future, I can understand why you might get taken in by uh, one of these scam artists and uh, buy into something. Maybe, maybe if you were in a different circumstance, you would, you would be able to understand that clearly they're promising things that they can't possibly de- deliver on. But you're just so desperate to secure your future that you, you buy into stuff that you shouldn't. I want to invest. The main reason I want to is because money doesn't keep up with inflation. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I bought my house, as I say, in part so people will bother me less and I can spend more time on my content and I can improve the house to make my content better. But um, also for that reason. Adobe Premiere is trash. You have no idea the lengths that I've gone to try to render more episodes of This Is What You Missed. Adobe Premiere is trash. Currently, there's a bug in the in the software to make it so that when things are of a certain length, it will render the entire thing, except like the last minute or two, and then fail to combine the footage, the audio and the video that it produces. Adobe knows of this issue and will not do fucking shit to fix it. Presumably because there's very few people who are in my circumstance that need to render things that are that long. But like, I've gone to insane lengths to try to fix it. I've rendered with GPU, I've rendered with CPU, I've done like four different systems. I bought myself a NUC, so a, a different Intel system to have in the other room. I rendered on that as well, didn't fucking work. My last hope was to not use Adobe and use like a competently made editing software, which is DaVinci Resolve. But putting the project file in DaVinci Resolve, like you can kind of do it with an XML file or something, but none of my edits to the audio carry over and it's kind of buggy and the audio doubles up and stuff and it doesn't work basically. And I don't know enough about DaVinci Resolve to be able to do the edits in that software, so I'm fucked. I've been trying to solve this now for a month and a half and there's nothing I can do. Split the video into two parts and render them separately? No, I mean, I want the whole thing as one video. That's important. Even if I take, even if I render it in half and then put them together, it still doesn't work because it's still the same length. It is specifically the length. What if you render them in two and then join them in DaVinci? That's a good idea. That is a good idea. Yeah. I wonder if the support staff that I talked to knew that that could have been a solution, but were like legally unable to tell me just to use a competent editing software. This actually worked and is what has enabled me to release more episodes of This Is What You Missed. So person who suggested that, thank you. I am watching your TikToks. You know what's funny? On TikTok, I will get recommended videos from people who follow me. Like, I don't think my reach is so expansive that it's just coincidence. I think TikTok occasionally is like, hey, here's something your followers are making. So if you've uploaded TikToks, there's some chance I've seen one, you know? Yeah, TikTok does that to me too, and I only have 110 followers. Interesting. Will I stop editing one day? Hypothetically speaking, I suppose yes, but I, it's just not imaginable that I could get to that stage. So there is a possibility that I have so many people helping me that I will focus a greater share of my time just making footage. So right now, I'd say a quarter of my time is spent making footage, a quarter of my time is spent on managerial stuff, tech issues, moving footage, finding footage, all that stuff, thumbnails, titles, all that jazz, rendering, blah, blah, blah. And the other 50% is like editing. This shifts 
around sometimes more of my time spent recording footage. But hypothetically, there could be a scenario where I'm spending all my time recording footage. I have so many people helping me that it's in my best interest to produce as much footage as possible and just give it to as many people as possible. But we're... It's hard enough finding a single person to help me, let alone that many people, you know? That would be maximum output. You can guarantee like a high quality video every day where I record footage, I get an edit back, I polish the edit a bit, make the thumbnail and upload it and stuff. Yeah, it's not, uh, it's not gonna happen. And besides, even then, there would still be stuff that I would do myself because a part of the, what makes the channel what it is, is my editing. The creative process that I go, go through, the jokes and stuff. And seeing people comment that they like the jokes is always great. Like in the How This Weird Ended that I just uploaded, where I put that clip of me going, this song sucks, but I changed it to bike. This bike sucks. I'm deleting this bike. I, I found that funny. How to deal with stress at university. Hey Matt, can I get some advice? How do you deal with the, all the stress from school? I'm in my first year of university. I'm drowning and want to quit, by the way. Happy birthday. Partition your time well. Work on things earlier so you don't get stressed about them coming up. Recognize that avoiding work will not make you happy and will just increase your guilt, frustration, stress as you move forward. Realize that you're ultimately investing in your future and throwing it away clearly doesn't make sense. I don't know, because I was always fairly confident I could succeed at university. Like, I was never at a point where I'm like, yeah, I'm completely fucked. But, I don't know. Positivity and negativity. Your content gave me so much positivity. Well, that's good. I feel like I'm negative quite a bit, so that's good that happened. You're negative about bad stuff, aren't you? Positive in some way? I guess so. Oh man, speaking of positivity, you're one ramble about why people are as they are, like change my entire perspective on things. Well, that's good. Once you view the world through that lens, I mean, there's certainly some negative things that can happen, but you generally become more compassionate and understanding, even if people can still be very annoying. Memes advertising bad products. Whenever I see, like, TikToks or memes of something that's very bad, I always think, like, this is some marketing person who's just really honed in on the meme marketing sort of stuff. Like, every single time I go on TikTok and I'm like, this is a clip of Game of Thrones. No one likes Game of Thrones now. No one. The, the ending of Game of Thrones was so bad that it's done. It will never be good again. And yes, I see clips of it sometimes, just clips of random scenes with like text on them. Like, no, this is some marketing bullshit. There, this, this person being paid by the people releasing the uh, prequels for Game of Thrones. There's no way anyone likes Game of Thrones still and is making those clips. No. No, it, like with Morbius it's probably less likely because what, wasn't the whole thing like they were really arrogant about it, like it was going to be successful or something. And maybe, But I mean, I guess it's just, it could be legit. And it's just so bad that it inspired this sort of uh, response. It showed Leto as a sucky person, that's also possibly, yeah. Like, didn't they have like a, like an image or something of the premiere? Where it's like, here with all the Morbius fans! And it looks like just, uh, Jared Leto's being like, held at gunpoint to be there. And everyone in that room is clearly a paid actor. Morbius still made a profit? God damn. This whole superhero stuff, it has to die off at some point, right? It feels like you can just... As long as it's like a Marvel, DC thing or whatever, you put it in the cinemas and it will always make money. But like, you understand, even if something makes a profit, it can still be a loss compared to like, if you'd made something better. The opportunity cost. All the people who are working on Morbius could have been working on something that was actually good. There is a Twitch channel streaming Morbius on loop in the Artifacts section. <laughs> For those who don't know, uh, Artifacts was 
Valve's attempt at making a, a digital card game. And it was, it was, it just, no one liked the game and no one played it. But for a while, people just streamed random stuff in the section. But now I guess it's being revived a bit, apparently with this Morbius stream. How do I remember all the strats in a speedrun? As long as you know the next thing that you need to do, it's not that hard. But it just takes practice like anything else. How do you become good at drawing? Practice. How do you become good at sport? Practice. Anyone can speedrun any game as long as they're willing to spend the time on it. It may take different people more or less time to achieve the same stuff, but every speedrun is doable if you, if you have the time. Being halfway through life. This is a weird thing to think about, right? But whenever I see someone who dies in their 60s, I'm like, holy shit, I'm like halfway through my life. That's nuts. I mean, statistically, that's not the case. I think statistically, men are still dying on average in their 70s or whatever, you know. Like, it's such a long time away, but at the same time, time seems to fly when you get older. <laughs> not if you die now, that'll show them. Oh, bro. The phenomenon of time going fast or whatever uh, as you get older is uh, definitely a thing. You live in a cave and drink Pepsi and eat veggie my piece. You're really letting the clock run down, buddy. True. But there's still time, chat. I've always said when my career like ends here, I want to become like a gym junkie or whatever. I want to spend all my time playing VR and going to the gym. That's my plan. I'm assuming my career will only last like another 10 more years, right, chat? And uh, by then VR technology will be amazing, you know? Play gym VR. The good design choices of Wizard of Legend. What I like about this game is there's a lot of pointless small things that it kind of skips over. Like when you're out of combat, it gives you additional speed. When you finish a room, all the loot goes towards you. When you need to go back somewhere else, there's portals to take you, you know? It does its best to still have you connected to everything you're doing, but like you skip over the boring stuff. Like I'm not calling the game like the best game that's ever been made. I just mean like it's, it's very well made. I like all the design decisions that they've done. I- these spears, dude, what the hell? I take that back, I hate this game, it sucks. <laughs> Out of 10, how good is this game? Uh... You can judge things in different ways, but it does what it wants to do perfectly, so I give it like a 10. Like, there's nothing I would suggest to improve the game. If you're comparing it to all other games in terms of enjoyment, 7? There are definitely other games I could enjoy more than this, but they would all require me to be more entertaining and be- have energy and stuff. Reactors compensating those they react to? Value from reaction. I don't know how that, how fair compensation could work, Andre. How are you valuing exposure? And how are you giving exposure back to all the people you've stolen it from? Because obviously the value from reaction content is not simply the views you get on that video, but it's all the exposure that you steal from the wider market. And that extrapolates and uh, goes into other videos as well. As I tried to point out in the video, Asmongold hasn't just stolen you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars from other people. He's stolen millions. He, he has negatively impacted thousands, if not tens of thousands of people in his career. You can't just give that back by writing a check. But this is the case with all reactors. It's just Asmongold is the most obvious example because he's the most brazen in it. I remember him tweeting like, I know you guys love the reaction content, gonna be bringing you more of that soon. And I'm just like, dude, having a business model where it's, where you rip the weeks, if not months, work of, of heaps of people and bring it to yourself. That's just absurd. That's, you're not a consecrator at that point, you're just watching YouTube videos. And it bothers me every single time where people pretend like Asmund pressing pause and speaking for 10 minutes off the top of his head can any way, shape or form ever compare to the actual work that went into those videos.
be sure to like and subscribe. Also leave a comment if you have something on your mind. My feed gives them to me from all over my channel. It doesn't matter how old the video is. I wish you all the best.